Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. On this week's episode, the coaches sit down and talk about patience and perspective. So with a lot happening in world news and even inside the world of CrossFit and also just inside the CrossFit box as an isolated event. Also, what have we learned about from having patience and perspective and what can we share with you guys to potentially help going forward? So sit back and enjoy our episode on patience and perspective. Welcome, everyone. You're going to single shot tonight? I'm doing a oh, single welcome, welcome. Nope, it came out. Uh. It's like diary of the mouth. I can't just say it once. Good evening, friends. How are we all doing? Good, good. No, I'm, I'm good. That's good. I don't really care. Let's get going. This is about good. patience this week. Pain and pestilence, pride and prejudice. Pride and prejudice or patience and perspective. Wasn't and that? And prudence, right? You wanted to add prudence. Prudence was the other word. Charlie you wanted to add prudence to the topic, but he didn't know what it meant. I, I had to look it up first. Wasn't uh, pain and pestilence the two little critters from Hercules? Bueller? Nobody? Okay. We'll fact like check. Like the, the cartoon Hercules? Or like, you yeah. know, like the real No, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is there one with him? No, he's Conan. Uh, I don't think there was. There's, there's been a Hercules movie, but yes, the cartoon one with oh, uh, Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwait, and uh, I want to say Polly Shore, but I don't think it's right. No, it was somebody. Yeah, yeah. I never saw it. It didn't look very interesting to me. Oh, it was great. It's like top a Disney, five. A Disney movie didn't look. No, that's top a five. whole other story. No way. We should do it. I top never five saw it, but movies. no way. Right now, top five: Mount Rushmore. Disney movies, no particular order. Your top four: Mulan, Hercules. I never saw Lightning. Mulan. Mm. Uh, uh, Tangled. I like Tangled. It's not a Mount Rushmore pick. That's stupid. Um, Hercules is Little Mermaid. Yeah. Good one. Uh, uh, Toy Story. One of my faves. Are we talking like fairy tales? No, just any Toy Story movie. Or sorry, any Disney movie. <laughs> Then top four, but you only get four to pick. All four Toy Stories. <laughs> you can pick the shorts. No. I'll be another topic no. for another day. That's I just know ruined. Hercules and Mulan. Just so you know, shorts ruin it from for movies. They too yeah. long make it too long. Uh, except for the Forky shorts. Have you seen the Forky shorts on Disney Plus? No, I don't have Disney Plus. Oh. But so. I'm gonna get it because Hamilton comes out on July 3rd, and That's you know right. me and Hamilton. Do you have Verizon? No. For a phone? No. Or like seven bucks. No, I have seven bucks. (laughs) I work for CrossFit. Uh, (laughs) Oh. You work for Charlie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I work for Charlie. Even worse. (laughs) Even worse. CrossFit only got half canceled. It's only a matter of time before I get full on canceled. Shush. Anywho, let's get back to what the real topic is tonight. And not being here next week? That is not necessarily true. Oh, we haven't discussed that. Oh, you think you have better internet connection in Alpena <laughs> than you do here? <laughs> it's going to be so bad. But I, I can go to the neighbor's house and do it. They have oh, internet. I'm sure they'll enjoy that. <laughs> I'll just lock myself in their room. Hey, would you mind if I uh, steal your bedroom for two hours? I got a podcast that averages 45 listeners a week. To, uh, <laughs> they won't care. To it's my um, 
Our neighbors are my aunt's ex-girlfriend and her wife. So I've known them all my life. I don't okay. think we could do this without you. So whatever it takes, do it. Or we can just <laughs> skip it next week. Eh? Eh? I can't let you out. The, the people would, let, the people would riot. Down. They would be so upset. I don't do this so much for the people as I do to punish <laughs> Anne. Just to, just to get an extra two hours out of her a week. <laughs> I mean, with with all the planning and the note taking, two hours and five minutes. It's okay. Someone told me tonight with that um, with that little timer you have on the computer on the iPad that talks. Yeah, yeah. They said, "Why do we even need you?" It says, "Nice work, last round." Did you have a reason? Did you have any explanation? I was me? like, "Okay." I got nothing. Yeah, I, I think the same thing. Yeah, yeah, because a iPad app doesn't have keys to the building. Fair point. That's about it, though. Can't like open it. the garage door. Yeah. You probably could hook it to your smartphone and probably just get an automatic get garage one of those door. locks. Uh -huh. Yeah. I think last week sometime I literally said exactly what the iPad said at the same time. <laughs> you, you, it was very you've done it. Yeah. Yeah. You've done it a few times. That's I've awesome. done it a few times. They've copied and that guy says it. Yeah. The guy says it better than we did. Well done. Last round. Yeah. So much more enthusiasm. I think I use enthusiasm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> you do. You are very enthusiastic. I'm pretty enthusiastic. You? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes that you're Depends on your day. When's yeah. the last time you took one of my classes? Oh, fair. Good point. Touche, is that the word? That's uh, that. <laughs> Spell it. High school touche. Touche? Um, I'm going to guess. I'm a very terrible speller. I'm going to let you finish the banana first. Hold on. Go ahead. T-O. Oh, I was going to add a U, but I don't think there's a U. There Eight, is a stop. U? T-O-U-C-H-E? And then a little doohickey over the a little E? accent on the E. <laughs> is that right? Ape is sign language. And... <laughs> Texting her. Now, if you ask me what the meaning is, I don't know. I just know when to say it. Uh, it, is, it means a like good point. It does? Mm -hmm. You just never say good points. So that's why I don't know. It's like touche. Good point? Yeah. You want the Webster def? Yeah, because I don't think that's what it means. Good point. It says used as an acknowledgement during a discussion of a good or clever point made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh really? That was the... <laughs> At one's expense by another person. It literally says good or clever point. So thank you for reiterating that. April. Sorry. So, I mean, you, I have to say that. you could have said like, it meant like good idea. Well, now you have to say, Charlie, you're right. He likes it. Touche. Mm. <laughs> all right. Now I think all, all three of us are ready to move on. With the, with the subject matter. All right, now we're going to hit record. And. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> welcome, 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 everybody. Ooh, oh, little Dax. That was a little Dax, wasn't it? That was totally Dax. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. This week's topic is patience and perspective. Oh and we're going to kind of lump a bunch of stuff that can fall under that category because this whole. Actually, our whole CrossFit journey, you could use those two words for a person's CrossFit journey. 
And then now we're adding on this quarantine that's going on. And now we're also adding on this stuff about CrossFit headquarters that's going on. So we're going to tie it all together really nicely. But we have a bunch of different points that we're going to talk about. And the first one is going to kind of be led by Charlie. We're going to be talking about Greg Glassman and then how he has sold the old biz and passed it on to uh, the new CEO, Eric Rosa. So a lot of this is, I don't want to really go over too much about Greg Glassman because we spent a whole podcast episode on it. You spent spent a whole podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I did talk. Me and April just sat and listened. So I I don't want to go over too much of that, but I like the patience and perspective thing because this this happened, was it yesterday? At this point, and it kind of, I don't want to use this as a, I told you so, because I definitely did not call any of this happening this fast. I think we all hoped that CrossFit would go in the right direction and get rid of Greg Glassman and hire somebody or find somebody to buy the business. So Eric Rosa, a little snapshot of him is he was a data company CEO, sold it to Oracle for copious amounts of money. This guy's been an affiliate owner for almost 10 years, I think like mm-hmm. eight or nine years in Denver, Colorado. Just got, dude's got sitting on a mountain of cash. He's just an affiliate owner because he wants to be. Also a really good athlete. He's got a 240 Fran time. Did you see that? Legit. Mm-hmm. At 50 years old, he has a 240 Fran time. That's so pretty good. The fittest CEO out of three so far. Well, four, I guess he, there was Jeff Kane was the CEO for a year or two. Anyway. Just having the perspective of what we have now, I think patience and perspective are kind of two really key components of mindfulness, which is, I think, a good practice. And it'll probably be a whole episode on its own, but kind of just knowing your surroundings and kind of knowing what's going on. And these are kind of patience and perspective, I think, are really good antidotes to like anxiety and depression, which are mental health issues that. I think everybody deals with at least on some kind of scale, whether it be acute or chronic or small amount or, or, or big amount. But yeah, we, ha- we now have a new CEO and he seems great. There's a half hour YouTube video of him on a Zoom call with Dave Castro, the old CEO, uh, the interim CEO. And the guy seems like he's got it together. The guy seems like he has a finger on the pulse of the affiliate owners. And I mean, he's humble enough to, you know, ask people that have kind of jumped ship to come back or people that were on the fence kind of come back and help us make this what they want it to be instead of, I think sometimes it is warranted definitely to be fed up, but change takes time with all things. I don't think there's, I mean, other than selling a $50 million company, apparently that only takes three weeks, but this is an example of patience or having patience being a good thing and not biting us in the ass and not jumping to a conclusion too quick. And I mean, we were forced into the decision that we did make and kind of reaffiliating and also dual branding. This is a huge relief for me personally, because now it kind of gives me a little bit more time to do that right. And I could have more patience with that. So now that I have the perspective of, all right, now we've got a new guy in office and I have at least a year at this point, but I can kind of make check marks and make sure that, you know, three, six months, whatever, this isn't the exact same. 
we can rebrand a little bit better versus what we were gonna have to do, which would have been super quick, probably sloppy and no good. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and you um, were under a lot of stress because our affiliation was up in a week. So you had to make that, that quick decision, whereas a lot of people got to say like, yeah, I want to leave, but I still have that kind of cushion of, yeah, I have a few more months, I can decide then. So it was hard for you because you had to have patience, but you had to make a quick decision about it too. Like you wanted to wait and see. Yeah. So that was, like you said, I mean. Yeah, and I think it was tougher for me personally because I'm kind of a I'm kind of a wait and see person anyway. I don't jump ship very fast, and I understand how that can be problematic at times. When the you know when the thing is got giant holes on it and it's going down, I'm probably going to still be the person like, oh, let's wait, hold on. Maybe that's maybe there's some chambers of you know the whole Titanic type thing. But from experience, it pays off a lot more times than it doesn't, and. Yeah, now because we didn't make any rash decisions, we get to continue to be part of a great community and very optimistic for the way that CrossFit's going to go. I mean, this guy's been, I mean, this sale's not even final. So this is all just based off of perception of this guy. But I haven't been this optimistic of the direction of the company probably since I affiliated. That's encouraging. Nice. Yeah, and it's very encouraging. That was talking about the new CEO of CrossFit. Now that we're all super happy about and hopeful about this Eric Rosa, now we have to try and turn our patience to this coronavirus because now we're super excited to have this new owner and now we're excited to get back in the gym, but that's kind of slowed down again just last night, right? 9 p.m.? 9.30 p.m.? So as... As, as most people know, we as a gym have just been continued to be kind of halted in our return from Corona, but just kind of taking a look at Corona in and of itself when it comes to patients, I think that it's kind of like the perfect opportunity because none of us had the choice to not be patient. We were all forced into a quarantine for months and months. And a lot of us found that really difficult because we live in a very now generation where everything's fast forward and we're in control. So that was challenging in and of itself. But I think that, I think all of us could probably confess that I've always been taught that trials build perseverance and in turn that perseverance makes you stronger and helps you in the long run and later. So I think that, that we've all probably learned a lot in this. And despite still being not in our full functioning gym capacity, I think that we have probably learned new things and added new tools to our toolbox to be able to use later. I think we've all kind of, especially like on Frostbite staff, we've had to adapt to things and figure out things. And I think that that'll help us going forward. So just making sure we focus on that perspective of what we've gained rather than what we've lost. And I think that like the biggest, the biggest like focus or perspective for me for Corona um, has been just how grateful we can be just to be healthy. So while we miss being in our squat racks and we miss 
being able to go wherever we want to the movie theater, <laughs> all the places that we've just found luxury in and can't be in. There's a lot of people out there that are really been struck in by this virus, either with their own personal health or with their career or their family and their communities. So I think that that's kind of the perspective piece for me is, is to really see it on the grander scale of what we have to be grateful for and how we're going to come out of this stronger. So with that being said, I really hope that we're granted our, our full access to the gym because you guys know we're, we're ready and we're ready to be safe. Like we're prepared and we almost feel that being inside of our gym is safer than being outside. So hopefully we'll have that opportunity soon and we can kind of set the standard for what that looks like. I agree. And like you said, Governor Whitmer is kind of the one pulling the shots and, and deciding this for us. And we were all excited because today was the day I was even going to bring popsicles to, to class for celebration. Did you, did you pick any up and then you had them at well, home? Or? No. I did not pick any up, but I do have were you gonna, a lot were of Were you going to stop by bushes on your bike on the way to class? Listen, let's not go into the details. I was going to bring no, no, popsicles. No. Abe and I were right? focused on, are we talking popsicles or are we talking ICs? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's like, gonna happen. maybe push-ups, maybe, Ooh. get it? Push-ups? Yeah. You mean push-pop? They're called push-ups. Push they're not called push pops. Those are like oh, those push pops of candy. Okay, yeah, thank you. Touche. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Um, but anyway, that didn't work out because she. It was actually never planned. She never gave the okay to open today. It was a lawsuit, correct? I don't know. A lot right. Yeah. Yeah. It's class action yeah. lawsuit that won. That and, won. Yeah, and now because it's being appealed. Yeah, That's why so it's it But supposedly phase five is going to happen, not this week, she said, but hopefully by the fourth, who knows. But like April said, I have a whole, I understand like everybody's really mad at her. And, and I know it's frustrating to see all these other building businesses open and we are practicing very safe distances, even outside and we're doing everything. The good news is just looking at how crappy our state was at the beginning was we were one of the worst states. And top three, right? Yeah. It was like us, New York, and was it California. Yeah. 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 And we had one of the strictest governors and now we're one of the best states. Now I realize that everyone thinks it's over right now and people are going nuts out. So who knows back, what the future holds. Going back to spitting each other's mouths. Yeah, basically. But like April said, now that we are, we have gone from not knowing what the hell we were going to do to these Zoom classes where I've actually, I think all three of us really enjoyed them. Um, yeah. It helps throughout the being alone in your house to seeing people working out with people to these outdoor classes, which have been going really well. People have really responded to them. So we've had a lot of patience and it's keeps getting little by little, a little bit better. So I'm kind of holding on to that of, okay, we can, we can do these outdoor classes another week 
or two or three who knows all right um as much as it's frustrating we have that though and like april said like we had squats today and good gravy i don't think i've squatted in three like, months but you know what i'm just to. happy i can do it <laughs> right so that's that's been my new attitude of i'm not gonna try and kill myself right away hopefully not for a long long time and just be grateful that i can do this and that we have the place to do it because i know a lot of people's gyms still have nothing yeah that's so. the cool part i think that that is perfect for like just the whole crossfit like ideology is the fact that as athletes and as a business we've been so adaptable yeah we just like okay this is the situation let's roll with it and figure out how to make it work i mean our athletes were using dumbbells and zoom classes for three months and now we're able to use a little bit more equipment but not our full regime right and like yeah it's almost like a blessing where you're not okay, we're going from one dumbbell for three months into like a hundred pull-ups and like max squat. Like, so it's like a little bit of ease and. Look at that perspective. And right. right. This is a new Anne. I I think old Anne Anne got the Rona and this new Anne is clear-headed. No, I think it's kind of picking up backing off what you guys we're saying about you know perspective on stuff not even just where where we were but where other people were I was complaining or venting to somebody this week about you know it sucks that we have to be closed and you worry about the future of the business and yada 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 and I think it can definitely to an extent be unhealthy to do this thing where you're always like oh somebody's got it worse but I think in good controlled amounts it can be actually very healthy I mean to have this is like it definitely sucks but there are definitely worse things that like luckily for me this isn't my family's livelihood like if if we lose the gym or if it goes under even we get nothing out of selling or whatever you know worst case scenario we're okay that's so that's that's just some perspective it and that perspective allows me to relieve a little bit of stress and to apply that energy that would have otherwise gone into being stressed out into now, okay, what can I do to help in the best way possible? So that's, that's kind of just another way where I think looking around and seeing, even if this is your worst, there are people that would love to have your worst because it's, it's probably better than their best. Yeah. And I, I just feel that when I see all the smiling faces at classes, am I making you throw up yet? I think those are people that are wincing because they're staring oh. into the sun. Dang, you're right. <laughs> huh? Huh? Giant glare off the whiteboard. Right? Good one. Mm-hmm. Touche. See, that doesn't no, work at that point. No, it right doesn't, doesn't work there. That was wrong. <laughs> well, that was a good point. See, I don't get it. Anywho, <laughs> well, now that we've talked about kind of our complaints about our complaints turning into patience turning into our good new perspective of good things we're going to kind of start at the beginning of when people join a crossfit gym and all the patience and perspective that you really need to have to actually stay on and become kind of a an addict 
I like to call it an addict of CrossFit. CrossFit junk AM. Yeah, a junkie. Yeah. Charlie, you're good at this. This is kind of your, you do the onboardings. Oh, I thought you were going to say CrossFit. No, you're good at, uh, no. Talking no, to new people. Talking Got to it. new people. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not, I don't have big arms I mean, or a six pack. You're or okay at CrossFit. Squat 500 pounds. I don't have any of that. We learned that last week. Right. And then we learned that Abe's freaking out that my lack of charisma can help carry the podcast <laughs> if you're not going to be here next week. So I thought maybe I was a decent crossfitter, but I'm just afraid. You can really talk to new people. <laughs> yeah, I can talk to really intimidated people. That's my specialty. Yep, the scarier the better. Yeah, I am very unbecoming. Happy, happy-go-lucky personality. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, so obviously I've worked with a lot of new people, not just in CrossFit, but fitness in general. And once they kind of get past the the anxious or nervous stage, or not even just past it, I mean, there's plenty of people that show up and they're just ready to go, super motivated. And one of the common faults that I see is kind of want to jump into things too fast. And I'm, I'm not talking about the people that read the whiteboard and they see the RX and they get confused and they think that they're supposed to. These are the people that, see the whiteboard, see the RX weight, and think that they can on day one, even though the coach has said, please don't do it. And they just don't, they just don't have the patient. And we've all seen it, and it's mostly the fellows, but it's one of the quickest ways to derail you, not if just physically hurt yourself, but also mentally kind of taking that hit to that, oh, God, I am, I am not where I I thought it was. And I don't, I don't know if really anybody ever is where they think they are. I mean, sometimes you get pleasantly surprised, but like we're all finding out like, and you just talked about the squats today. We did our first heavy ish squat day in three or four months. And Oh boy, those felt heavy. I'm not where I thought it was, but just having the patience and not wanting to jump in too fast and kind of like what Ape was talking about with the kind of need it now culture, or I want it yesterday type of thing and wanted to see results really quick with, with typically what does happen with a change of program regardless of whether you're just starting crossfit or zumba or ballets or weight watchers or whatever is there's going to be a big shift to start and then smaller shifts after that so everybody gets really excited when they see that first you know five, 10 pound loss in the first week, whatever it ends up being. But then it gets a lot more discouraged when it's the one or two pounds or half a pound or no pounds every week after that. And they kind of want to jump ship and stop. And what inevitably happens is they regain that weight and then they join something else. And, oh, this works. I lost 10 pounds in the first week. And then three weeks later, they're like, I didn't lose any more weight because I, you know, either you just lost motivation and just the kind of the perspective stuff there also, right? It's like maybe that first week you had extra motivation, you were doing a lot, you know, maybe you're showing up a lot more, you were eating right a lot more, and then you saw the first week results and you're like, hey, I, hey man, I don't have to lose 10 pounds a week. I can kind of slow down a little bit. And it inevitably will on its own, but kind of just dropping off to the side. That's what I see a lot with newbies. So just, I mean, anything that you commit to, health-wise, I would say give it at least three 
And I would consider newbies and CrossFit, anybody under six months. I would say give it at least three, ideally six. And that's not just CrossFit. That's, I mean, again, I don't have any delusions. People all over the world listening to this who aren't doing CrossFit is mostly our own members. But no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're jumping into, give it at least three to six months to get a good perspective of it, make sure that this does work for you, not just you know, physically, but emotionally as well. Yeah, and I think that like, that's one, the one thing about CrossFit, no, no, I shouldn't say the one thing, but one of the things that's hard about CrossFit is like, when you're new and you come in, you get thrown in with like the regular class, right? And you enter this gym and you see like, I don't know, say we're doing like an imam of cleans or whatever. You walk in and you see Ann Bird working out in the corner. No, no. You see all these people like throwing all this weight on and you're like, oh, wow, like I could do that. That looks so cool. And you want to be part of that little group right away. And I remember, I remember that when I came in and there was, uh, I always say it, Nancy, is that it? The overhead squats and the running? Yeah. Holy shysters. That kicked my ass. And I remember looking around and like seeing everybody doing these overhead squats like it was nothing. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to do a front squat instead because I know that was like the option. And I had to because it was killing me. And then like, I don't know, fast forward six months later and I could actually do an overhead squat. Like, not pretty, but I could do it. And just patience of like, okay, do your front squats for a little bit, then go a little bit, do the barbell, do like you see. Skill building takes time. And I think especially when it comes to CrossFit, CrossFit specific, if you want to call it that, or things that normal, like people who have an athletic background just haven't had experience with, like when they come in and they're like, I'm an athlete but you haven't spent any time working on these specific skills. I don't Um, care. I'm an athlete. (laughs) It takes, but, and you're going to be good at certain things because you're an athlete, like go run a mile, but there's certain specific skills that literally just take repetition to develop. Right. And and sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's longer than others, but like, I just remember double unders, man, they took me like two years. Oh my God. Wrong. But it's a skill. It just takes repetition. You have to keep doing it to develop that skill. So I know that it can be discouraging, but it's also pretty awesome when you accomplish it. Yeah, it like makes it that much better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah think about how many athletes we've seen, especially with gymnastics as well. And they think they're stronger, skilled or whatever, and they jump up to do a toe bar and they either don't get that close or they just do singles and how many times have we said make sure you guys do toes to bar toes to target hanging raises whatever you can do kind of link at least 10 together and then five minutes later when everybody's done warming up sure as shit there's whoever is doing singles of toes to bar yeah and yeah that was back to the ego episode but yeah just talking about the patience just to like that doesn't it doesn't happen by even if you can do it in its worst form that's not how that, that's not how you get there. Taking two, you know, one step back to take two steps forward and have the patience there is that, that that's how I've seen everybody link stuff together. Whether, you know, whether it be handstand pushups, just to, you know, not even just gymnastics movements, but 
uh, weightlifting movements as well. Yeah, it's yeah. I remember. I'm gonna go stories stories again. I threw my back out. Remember that? You probably don't. It was mu ring muscle ups and deadlifts, and I didn't have a ring muscle up. But all I wanted to do was try for a ring muscle up, and then I threw my back out warming up on a deadlift because I wasn't really paying attention. I was you're, just like you're pouting over the ring muscle. I was. I think you yelled at me about you can't do them. <laughs> You need to do other skills before you can get that. I kind of remember that. I remember it because I really I, hurt my. I really hurt my back. <laughs> they hurt your feelings, but not as much as that. Not as much as that. Back. Yeah, I, I, it was tears. But I was right, though, right? Let's just let's just make sure we get that on the podcast. I was right. No, you were. Mean. I mean, with the perspective that you have now, should you have been more patient? Yeah, and I was, and you made me not do one for, yeah, you made me not do one for six, three, third, it was like three a months. month. No, not three, three months. months. It was like two months. You know me, I probably talked a big game and then didn't hold anybody you to it. You didn't do it, yeah, you didn't, but I <laughs> held myself to it. I'm that wonderful person. <laughs> look, look, at, look at us. Who, if we weren't here for ourselves, who else would build this out? Who else would, would help make me feel good? How does Ape survive a hard narcissism? <laughs> oh, anywho. Well, Ape has been here for quite a long time. She is one of our wonderful, experienced athletes. Definitely not a newbie. I think we can all speak to this topic because obviously, and you've been doing CrossFit for almost the same amount of time as me. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's like double us. But I think that this topic threads through to all different categories. And we, uh, we just talked about the newbies, but patience and perspective are super important for our experienced athletes. Very like ourselves <laughs> as well if not even more because i think that patience is like logical it makes sense for someone who's new at something but when you're not new it it's not as logical but i think that for our experienced athletes you see tons of growth right at the beginning you know as you're learning those skills that we talked about as you're getting familiar with the crossfit workout style you see lots of stuff you have new prs you pr probably once a week and it's really exciting but then as you're in it longer um you don't you don't those those little wins and prs don't happen as much and that can be hard that can be mentally challenging because you still want to feel like you're making the progress so that's kind of where the patience key comes in because it takes time to reach our big goals. A lot of those small goals, like a new PR or a PR because you've never done that movement before, that happens quick. But one of, some of our bigger goals, like, <laughs> I'll speak for myself, like conquering gymnastics movements when that's not what I feel like my body has ever done or been like grown to be natural. Those type of goals take a lot longer uh, to accomplish. And so I really have to be patient and be smart in my perspective and like how I view my time as an athlete. So a lot of us experienced athletes hit plateaus where we feel like we aren't getting any better. We're just kind of maintaining, or even you might feel like you're getting worse at things uh, sometimes. But regardless, I think 
some of the things that I found to be helpful on that perspective piece is tracking progress. So I know we preach this a lot to new people, but making sure that we're recording our workouts and being able to have something data like points that we can go back to and see where we were so that you can truly see where you've come from and not just feel that you've been in a plateau forever. And then also working on the quote unquote small stuff, which really isn't that small, but working on as an experienced athlete, still taking time to work on your form and technique, really kind of dumbing things down or lightening things up so that you can make sure that you're moving efficiently because we all know that that's how you improve. And then the things that we never want to work on, like mobility and recovery, those small things really add up, especially for experienced athletes that are trying to make those like little jumps going forward to get to those big goals eventually. So kind of little steps in the process of being patient and having that um, ability to look back at where you've come from, but also still be able to see forward to your big goals. What about you? What about you guys, you experienced athletes? What do you think I, about patience? Yeah, like, like Charlie needs to learn that recovery isn't a beer. <laughs> sure it is. There's at least three breweries that make a beer called recovery. I think even no. Monster makes a drink called recovery. <laughs> I mean, he drinks Fit Aid too. Doesn't that count? Yeah, that's that's a recovery that's in the can. That's literally recovery. <laughs> he drinks it during his workout. So just alternate Fit Aid yeah, and beer. Exactly. And coffee. There you go. Some water, maybe? Water? No. All three of those those have water as like their first ingredient. Oh, good. You sound like my husband. No, I'm with you, uh, Ape. Like, I have had my, like, I'm going to change. I'm saying it right here. I've had my deadlift weight (sighs) has been the same for three, three years, I believe. I don't think it's changed once. And I tend to skip deadlift day and accidentally not show up. What? I know, weird, huh? You're not alone. We don't like to work on the things that we don't think we're whoa, good whoa. at. Hold on, hold on. No, we're just talking about Anne right now. I want to. I know, I'm not just... alone. I'm not. I'm in that category. I don't like to come to Toes the Bar Day, so I'm with you. But I have turned into more of instead of at least pre pre quarantine i was doing more of the like if there was the functional track of deadlifts i was trying to work on my form i was going lighter it's true i think i'm still terrible at them but but remember it takes time everyone i'm giving myself two more years before i get up by five there you go could be yeah and i mean that's 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 part of that kind of forced perspective is as we get into this further and forth, further and further. I mean, how many times have we seen an athlete that was within their first year and they jumped 60 pounds from one deadlift PR to the next one. It's just like, holy shit. Like I would, I would do unspeakable things for a five pound PR right. at this point where we have to be a lot more specific, but, but it goes back to that perspective thing is once we're in this for that much longer, if we're still training for GPP or general physical preparedness, aka CrossFit, we're not focusing on, let's just use deadlifts for an example, because it keeps popping up. Then I'm deadlifting once, maybe twice a week max, heavy. You know, maybe I'm getting some other hinge work in, cleans or snatches or kettlebell swings or rowing, but that's not that's not heavy deadlifting. That's not the same stimulus. 
it would be unfair to my coaches, more unfair to me if I went from, you know, max week to max week and I got all cheesed off that I didn't, you know, PR enough or I didn't PR at all. So it's, yeah, kind of having that nursing school. And this was one of the things that we talked about and kind of getting hurt, like mentally right? like, hey, you're probably not going to see PRs for the next two years that you're in nursing school because this is, You've, you've got a job, you've got nursing school, and then comes CrossFit. It should be third on your list. Like health is definitely an important thing, but there's, there's those other things and you're just not going to make it the six days a week that, that you work. So if you don't PR by as much or don't PR at all, if you can maintain good health for two years, I think anybody would take that. That's a, that's a very, it's a very admirable thing. And then last thing, cause I know I keep ranting, but piece of advice that I wish I would have taken earlier on in my CrossFit career. And I would say, again, anybody outside the first six months, maybe, maybe first year, but definitely outside the first year, um, should hold themselves to a uh, five pound PR rule where they only allow themselves to PR by five pounds on something. Even if they feel like they could do 50 or 20, only allow yourself to PR by five, 10 is, 10 is kind of that stretch goal by that point just because mentally i've played that game where you pr by 30 pounds and then you don't touch it you don't even come close to it again for two years and i'm maybe if i wasn't an affiliate owner or a coach it would have been a lot different because i wouldn't have been forced to keep coming but I, yeah you definitely can get very discouraged by things you guys have heard my my rants when I go to back squat and I just like, like, Oh, I'm just a tall, weak guy. It's just what I'm always going to be. And I get all pouty up about it. Like it actually matters when it doesn't, but yeah, it's just taking, taking small chunks out of it, even when you're riding a high. And I know that's hard, but if like stop yourself at a 10 pound PR and live to see another day. Let the momentum keep building. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Or just, you know, accept it. Yeah. Already got one foot in the that's grave. What, that's what this, uh, yeah. That's what this quarantine is. I'm just accepting what I can do now. We're going to change the topic of this podcast from patience and perspective to acceptance. <laughs> We're now at the last stage of grief. Right? <laughs> oh, that is the last stage of grief. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've grieved. I, I've grieved quite a bit. I've, I've uh, begged. Uh, I don't remember all the other ones. I was ang angry. Angry? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just accepting. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, we're just rolling over. It's mm -hmm. basically what I've been doing at workouts. Just rolling over. Just rolling over, <laughs> making it to that 30-minute mark. Still you mean, you mean working out and not coaching, right? I don't mean coach. Well, let's look at the perspective. I mean, let's. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody did say that a clock in an iPad. Exactly, app was your best I am you. like a clock. I could so maybe probably maybe uh, with some perspective. Wow. Wow, I'm really learning a lot about myself. Jeez Louise. All right, well, the last little patient and perspective topic is my favorite, nutrition. I'm so excited. I've got, I've got the role on this one because Charlie thinks I'm going to do really well on this one. I think you're going to do fantastic, but I just want to give context to everybody who can't see our notes. So there's notes on the first five. The first five parts of this podcast, there's like four or five notes under each part, like under each topic, and then under nutrition, it says "am." 
Because <laughs> I'm terrible. I don't know what to write about. You ate I'm a just, banana at the beginning I'm just of the winging podcast. It. I think I you're did. ready. And a diet A and W. Go. It was diet. That's bad. I have my vices, and pop is definitely one of them. I trust you. I'm not saying I don't trust you. I'm just saying I'm really excited because this is the only part of the podcast where I'm in the dark. I get to be a listener. Yeah. And I'm going to start at the beginning. Oh, like formula? When I was a little baby, I was not breastfed. No, I'm kidding. I don't know what I was. (laughs) But I'm going to start with, no, when I was in college, I had no idea about nutrition. I think after college, I still was a little wishy-washy. I think now I'm finally coming into like understanding a little more. I still am not a good nutritionist <laughs> by any means. And if people Knowledge ask me, and application. Yeah, if people ask me at the gym what I eat, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you want to know. But I'm trying to find kind of a balance and it's been a long journey. And actually like especially being pregnant helped because with my first pregnancy, it was really easy to stay fit. I was running during my pregnancy. And then once I had a baby, I was, I don't know, I felt like I didn't lose weight right away, but I felt like it was a lot, not easy, but I was like at a a consistency where I was doing some exercise still blah, 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 fast forward. So I get pregnant again. And I didn't have any of that energy from the first one. So it was just eat and do nothing. And I was happy about that. I was, and, but then afterwards it was so hard to lose the weight and I had to have that. Oh, I'm April. You're <laughs> no! way better than me. April's freaking out because she's pregnant with her second child. But you <gasps> podcast announcement. Yeah, <laughs> you are not gonna have a problem. You're still working out and doing more than I am, and you're no twelve it's months still pregnant. Be right hard. Now, so continue. Good. But anyway, my patience. I I really needed it, and it took a little while. A, longer than my first pregnancy but after different trials and different foods and what my body needed and I finally got it and then add CrossFit to it it really helps me probably be in the best shape of my life and that's taken a long y'all know I'm old so it's taken a long time to find figure out and just it's giving me a new perspective of, okay, I can keep this up. I can, I know my body now and yeah, it's taken a while, but I'm happy where I'm at and I can see that in the future. What hopefully if I stay with this and kind of know when I need to eat, what I need to eat, what my body needs for the future, I will be healthy for a long time after maybe. Yeah, I mean, you're setting the foundation now for the for continuing, and I think I don't know. I might suddenly start eating a ton and oh, I think CrossFit. Well, yeah, suddenly quit CrossFit. (laughs) I suddenly might get in a huge fight with April because she's so mean to me sometimes. I would never could say. Not possible. That was not that well veiled that you just named April or Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. That was your attempt at sarcasm, was just throwing April's name April. instead of mine. Yeah. yeah. 
No, but I mean, it's, it's given me like, it's taken a long time to figure my, this old gal out. So, well, and I think that that's, I mean, I think everyone has a journey and everyone has like, especially when it comes to nutrition, we all kind of have even just like the literature and the education around nutrition has changed so much, even in my lifetime. But I think that right now we can all admit that like fast fad diets and things like that, they don't work because they're, they, they take away that pet, that patient's component. It's like, do something really fast now, lose weight right away. And it might work even, but then it's, it's usually impossible to maintain or to continue on. So nutrition experts these days will tell you that it's lifestyle changes that are the most effective and that making small changes and seeing small result results are what leads to the most success. And that's the patience. It's not easy to lose one pound a week or one pound every two weeks when you're really trying to get to like a 50 pound goal, you know? And in my experience in college, I had a coach who was like, very aggressive with wanting weight loss. And so I had to like buy into that like counterproductive method of not being patient, but just like getting pretty gung ho and having fast results. And I think that that kind of warped me a little bit because it wasn't healthy and it was, I don't know, it just kind of like, it messes with your mind in terms of like being healthy about food. Uh, mentally. Like I remember I used to like, like write in on my palm, like on my hand and pen or marker, like how many servings of different food groups I had had for the day so that like I could have like a mental reminder, like on my hand. Cause I had numbers I had to hit and I saw a nutritionist like twice a week because I, my coach needed me at a certain weight and that was hard. And so I have much more appreciation for patience when it comes to nutrition now because of that experience. I'm thankful that I get to kind of like make little changes, eat more vegetables every day and not have to have these like super strict, you know, uh, fast changes. Yeah. And that's what we have to almost preach and tell a lot of these new people that come in and what do they want that wedding in a month I got to get down. Yeah. So it's super hard to communicate that it's tough, but it's worth it. It's worth it in the end when you can do it the right way and you see long-term results rather than just some fast change. Right. And when you've made habits instead of just made little changes, like when they just become subconscious habits, the way to eat because you've been patient along the way and you've stuck to it and been steadfast. I don't have to worry about not ordering, you know, double nacho cheese on my nachos. Whereas, you know, some people that's, that may right. just be something that they do. They don't, they don't even conscious about it, but that's that perspective type thing. And I think they could set it in the workout part about talking about measuring stuff. I think that's measuring trends and trends are from one week to the next. They're not even over two weeks, but we're, you know, we're looking at, you know, months and quarters and stuff like that to make sure that stuff is working and if you try to achieve fast results you can definitely that stuff does work otherwise people wouldn't keep going after them but the reason that you know 
Atkins was around and then went away and now it's back, but we just call it keto. I mean, these things like come and go is because the ability to hold on to them for the mass amount of people. Yeah, there are some people that do keto. I think my dad still does keto the majority of the time. You can do it and you can have success with it. But for most of us, it's such an incredible lifestyle change or it's so restrictive. They're not just these small little changes that are sustainable over a long time. And people don't want the patience because they either have some, you know, they have an anniversary, they have some kind of high school reunion or a wedding or whatever. And they, they feel like they don't have the time versus, you know, I want the next however many years I am on this earth, I want to move well and feel confident about my body. I think that's, I think that's kind of the ultimate perspective is making sure that that's, that's at least in fitness, that's our, that's our goal, right? Is if you're a high end athlete and you're into performance, that's not really your concern. It's, it's about how well can I perform? How much can I lift? How fast can I move? How hard can I hit? All that good stuff. But for the 99.9% of us, it's, I want to move well and I want to look good naked and I want to feel good. That kind of stuff. Right. And I think we're all three of us. I think we have good perspective and patience because we, I don't think all three of us, we don't have a strict diet lifestyle, I think, where we're go to a party and we can't, we don't eat anything or say someone brings in a dessert and they don't touch it. Like I would never touch a pie or something like I don't have that strictness where if April baked something, I wouldn't wouldn't eat it. Wouldn't eat most of it if it was wouldn't mine. Eat the whole thing, even if it wouldn't eat my entire birthday cake. Yeah, and Make we have that to the point patience. <laughs> we have that patience of, like, we know in time. Okay, I can eat that, and then I can <laughs> go home and go home sick. and feel sick for a few days, but then get back into what I and don't yes. need that quick. Yeah. yeah. And then the perspective is I got this great tasting pie. I got sick, but yeah. I can jump back into, I think we've, we've done it, changed our life. Like it, it's a lifestyle now where we can have these little perks. It's a balance. It's yeah, you definitely have to have a balance. Is it a balance? I don't know if that's a balance. <laughs> that might've been a tipping of the scale. But yeah, like that's, that's the part that a lot of people don't see, you know, like they, they see us out or at events and Charlie's got a beer in his hand or hold a plate of coffee or eggs and veggies or whatever in the morning for the most part. It's like, I built this in the times where people don't see it just because I don't want that to be a talking point also. But like when we go out, we can tend to splurge a little bit and, and not have to, not have to uh, feel too bad about it right right and I think that helps that we've learned and have been patient throughout our lives of okay this is I know my body now and I know what can have it can have a little more but then I know how to reel it back in kind of thing for sure so all right everyone well thanks for having a lot of patience with us uh, but I'm right and prejudice and uh, <laughs> And uh, hopefully you'll gain a new perspective mm. after listening to this podcast.
world of pomp and circumstance. Sorry, I didn't want to pay right on the piece. It's been pretty fun. Can we do Mount Rushmore's next week? Especially since it'll be on vacation. Okay, like a bunch of different topics of what's what's our top Mount Rushmore's? Sure. We'll have people send them in. <laughs> Both of you guys oh. are listening. Oh, yeah. okay. I like Sounds that. like fun. Yeah, we'll have a, uh, a non-talking functional fitness week on talking functional fitness. Or maybe, 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 people will pick, maybe people will pick functional fitness things. Maybe, probably not, but maybe. Mount Rushmere, uh, Mount Rushmere. 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 Mount no. Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> Susan A. Anthony, Susan C. Anthony, and Susan D. Anthony. No. Those are the four. Oh, gosh. Um, All right. No. Well, we'll have top to get that. Shoes. We'll have to get that poll going so we can get those topics. And not top tens. We're doing Mount Rushmore's. I'm not going to 10 of everything. Oh, okay. Top four. Can we just say top four? We have to say no, Mount Rushmore. Because when you say Mount Rushmore, you don't have to order them in any number. It's just your top four. No pressure. There's no number one. But I said, I, mean, I said top four. And you just obviously said Teddy Roosevelt's the best one on the real Mount Rushmore, but you don't have to you don't have to pick. Yeah, just your top four, but in no particular order. Of whatever people send in. Yeah. Or inevitably what topics we pick. Okay. All right, I like it. it. I like this. this. A I, think, great I think we talk about next week's topic the week before every week. All right. We just got to just pull it off the top of our head? Top of our head. No, and I'll have it in your notes. Oh, I'll have it. Uh, no. A week yeah, in just, advance? Uh-huh. Well, no, it'll be, it's going to be blank, be and I'm just going to pull it out of my head. Yeah. Oh, good. Real okay. fun. Bye, y'all. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. If you guys did like this episode, please do like and subscribe. Feel free to follow CrossFit Frostbite on all their social medias. That's Facebook. That's Instagram. Uh, that's an also YouTube. And also go to uh, CrossFitFrostbite.com. Once again, thanks for listening and stay frosty.